In the Holy Letters of the Rebbe in volume 11. This is letter number 3741, Baruch Hashem, dated the third day of Elul Toshim Tazvav, Brooklyn. The Rebbe is addressing this to Arava Chosid, Menachem Zev Sheyichya Halevi Gringlas. This Rabbi Gringlas was a mashpia uh, and a distinguished Chosid. Uh, he lived in Canada, in Montreal, and apparently he was in contact and he uh, uh, was communicating with a rabbi who challenged uh, the Rebbe uh, in the fact that Chabad were instructed yet by the previous Rebbe that they should participate in the elections that take place in Israel. There was the right, extreme right movement, uh, and there were many of the uh, people, the uh, very religious, the Haredi, the Hungarians, the Satmars, the, a lot of uh, extremes, they said that we're not allowed to participate, we're not allowed to be in our, you know, to be a part of all this, and and that person, uh, one of the people over there, he, uh, Rabbi Margolis, he communicated to Rabbi Gringlas, and he says, how come, you know, Chabad participates? The Rebbe has written earlier an extensive letter already to him, in, in which, uh, uh, that was the letter 3,000, uh, 559, which this is a follow-up to that letter. The Rebbe told Rabbi Greenglass, basically, that he can go ahead and communicate to this Rabbi Margolis, what the Rebbe is telling him, that this is based upon the clear instructions of the previous Rebbe, who said to participate, and the Rebbe, uh, you know, gives all the very strong reasons and as we'll see, the Rebbe goes through again because uh, all of their arguments why they shouldn't participate. I guess he communicated the Rebbe's answer to Rabbi Margolis. Rabbi Margolis read, answered back. And here the Rebbe is answering again. So the Rebbe is saying to Rabbi Rabbi Greenglass, the Rebbe says, Shalom Bubracha, peace and blessings. The Rebbe says, I am confirming receiving your letter uh, from Monday. And also what you wrote to the individual, meaning he paraphrased or he wrote what the Rebbe wrote to him, he wrote to him. And, uh, And the Rebbe says, I was surprised when I was reading it. I think he sent the Rebbe his response, uh, the other one. But the Rebbe says, so this is the response that uh, the other person gave him, or what he's given. I'm not sure because it sounds like this is what he wrote to him. But the bottom line is, the Rebbe says, I was very surprised or shocked when I read it, how much this person, and Rebbe quotes a language that's used in the Gemara, 
He doesn't feel, he doesn't sense that the how much this person doesn't sense that the Abrishta helped, which means that he what he was saying now is just contradicting himself, and he himself undoes every all of his arguments that he said. Because why? They were discussing about are you allowed to participate in the elections for the Knesset? Are you allowed to uh, participate, be part? Is a from Jew allowed to vote for the Knesset? And and of course, the Rebbe was trying to explain to him, and in the previous letter, the Rebbe says to him, listen, you are participating just by using the water, using the services, you are participating. If you have a uh, 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 a a which is your uh, card of your citizenship, you are part of it. And by denying and adding some more religious people, you are causing so many more people to. Uh, violate some of the Torah laws. Uh, you, you better vote to try to protect whatever you can. You can't say that it's not your responsibility because you are part of it, inevitably, because you live there and you use them and you're paying into their funds, so you are part of it. And by you not voting, uh, you are just denying it. Sometimes it takes one vote to cause a decree which should be against the uh, Yiddishkeit, and you're causing hundreds of thousands of people to violate Torah. So let's see what the Rebbe writes. But the Rebbe said, you are, he is actually contradicting himself in the letter because he wants to make a distinction between voting for the municipal uh, elections for the city, or in this case, let's say the city of Jerusalem, which he said that you could participate although you cannot participate in the general election of the country. So the Rebbe says, you don't realize that in your letter, you are knocking off all your arguments that you have in this letter and also the previous letter. What he wrote is by trying to make that distinction. When he says that you are allowed to vote in the municipal, the elections for the cities, in Holy Land, and when you say you're allowed to, it doesn't mean you're permitted. It means that you need to. So the Rebbe says, so with uh, asking your honor uh, forgiveness for being uh, disrespectful, but in your view, that's a nice way of saying where you don't want to insult, say somebody... Uh, you don't know what you're talking about, but <laughs> in a gentle, in a refined way to say it, the Rebbe says, with forgiveness of your honor, your Torah honor, because this person, Rabbi Margolis, was an honorable scholar, but the Rebbe says, in your view, that all the reasons that you gave, that it is a very serious and an absolute prohibition to vote for the Knesset, to vote for the government, they would apply over here too. Why? Because it is the same parties that are part of the Knesset, 
they are the same parties that are represented in the municipal uh, in the municipal elections. And therefore, the argument that you say, well, you're not allowed to uh, be, uh, be with them together. You cannot sort of work with them. You cannot be schabrus imam to be together with them. Why? Because if you're supporting them and you're working with them, then you are supporting people that are doing uh, sins. And if you're like in the Knesset, and when they pass laws which are against the Torah, and you are part, you're in that group, so then you are uh, participating. And the other argument is that there are women that are there are women that are part of it, um, and the women are not in a modest way. All the arguments, etc., etc., whatever you say there, uh, they are the same arguments would apply for the municipal elections because, you know, being part of, with the not religious, being the, the women being elected. Everything you're taking apart. So by arguing and saying that you could join the uh, municipal elections, what's the difference? It's the same thing. So the Rebbe says the only difference is that there is an issue which is in the end of Tractate Ksubas, which is the main, that would be the main argument of all the opponents of Israel. Over there, it says that the Hashem made three oaths, Gimel Shavuos. One of them is that we should not force our way into Israel. It's called Loyalu Bechoyma, not to go up with force. So their point is that we can't force ourselves in Israel with an army, with force. We have to wait for the Mashiach, or we have to wait for them to give it to us. We can't go fight for it. Uh, so that's the only difference between the voting for the Knesset because that votes for the policy for Israel as a whole and the municipal, which doesn't get involved with Israel as a whole, but that just deals with the local, with the, um, uh, with the needs of what takes place in Jerusalem or in the other cities of Israel. But the Rebbe says you cannot mixed in. You know, there is three sins that are the most uh, serious sins of the Torah which a person should even allow himself to be killed and not to violate them. And that would involve with uh, idol worship, promiscuous relationships, killing someone else. Then, if one of these averas come to you, you have to die and not, not violate them. But this has nothing to do, the only issue that we're dealing with here, are we allowed to by force or not? So don't mix in the other things, and there is really no difference between the municipal elections or elections to the Knesset for the country. Especially, the Rebbe says, really, even when we talk about Jerusalem, and you talk about Yerushalayim, about the municipal election over here, 
Here too, the fact that we're sitting and making decisions, there is an issue over here too of that more serious issue not to forcefully go in Israel as it relates to the cities of Yerushalayim, as it lay Yerushalayim. Why? Because one of the most uh, of the issues that the Arabs, that all of the nations of the world, what's the most significant is, is Jerusalem. Jerusalem, the place where that's the greatest opposition up till now. And this municipal uh, voting and the sitting in the elections, that's in clear defiance of using the strength, the might of the Jewish people to go ahead and do all the uh, all the things the way we see fit. And if you're worried about what the Gemara says, that we should not rule by force, by the nations, we should just wait for Mashiach to come, this would be in violation of that. And basically, the Rebbe says to him, listen, if it's okay, the Rebbe says, to vote locally, it's okay to vote for the general election as well. That's the Rebbe point one. And the Rebbe says, he doesn't realize how he's contradicting himself. Also, in, in uh, other letters, the Rebbe always talked about voting for the religious block further addresses in point number two. So the Rebbe says the other points that he makes in his letter. So the Rebbe pointed out and he says, look if you're not happy or you you oppose them don't live in Israel Uh, you should uh, uh, you should even move to a, uh, a desert. The Rambam writes over there uh, the Rebbe references over there uh, that if you lived in a country which has bad customs, uh, then you should leave that country and you should go into caves and to uh, various deserts and don't conduct yourself in the ways of the sinners. So the Rebbe is very clearly rings from the Rambam. So the Rebbe says, if you have an issue with the sinners, with the uh, you object to their way of life and to the way they're doing things in Israel, then you have to go not live there. Why are you living over there? So the person answers the Rebbe, well, that's um, that's not uh, that's that because also if if even if you don't live in Eretz Israel. You, one should not live, if you live in the diaspora, you should also not live there. There's bad neighbors. And so why is the Rebbe saying specifically about quoting from the Rambam, you shouldn't, if you feel that it's so negative and so bad, you should not live there. Why does that apply? You shouldn't live anywhere, even in the diaspora. But the Rebbe says, uh, so he's trying to say, well, then you can't live anywhere. You shouldn't be living in in, 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 why is the Rebbe saying to him that if Israel is a bad influence and things are bad over there, don't live there, live, go into the other areas, but why is the Rebbe saying it to him? The same thing is true living in America or anywhere. So the Rebbe says, you yourself, again, contradicts yourself in the letter. Because 
you're right that in Chutzlar, it's outside, it's mainly people are ignorant. But in Israel, they're actually rebellious. The people are anti-religious. So he, in his writing, he says that in outside of Israel, mostly people are not educated. They're not anti-religious. They're just not educated. They're uh, ignorant about that. But in Israel, it's anti-religious. But the Rebbe says, and it really, there is even more a bigger, sharper difference. Because in outside of Israel, there is no such a matter. Nobody forces you to do against the religion. God forbid we're free to pack, practice our religion. The only thing is, you can worry that when the eye sees the heart lost. So in other words, you might fail because of things around you. But when we're talking about there is a city which uh, is majority Jewish, or it's more Jewish, or mostly Jewish. So the Rebbe says the, uh, the, 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 um, the fear of uh, being influenced is greater. So you, you would need to leave more than outside. So the Rebbe says all your excuses that he answers, all the uh, rationalizations that he tries to answer. So the Rebbe says again, with uh, forgiveness of your honor, it makes no sense from the beginning. It makes no difference. And, uh, uh, and if you really feel that that is the way, then you don't live in Israel. Then you have to go live, live elsewhere. The Rebbe also brought up the ideas that when you're living in Israel and you pay for all of the services that they provide, you're essentially supporting the you're supporting the the not religious uh, government over there by using the. So he says. Uh, he answered that when you pay for the Rebbe brought it out. So you're, you're participating, whether you like it or not. If you're paying your electric bill, you're paying your water bill, you're, you're participating. So you can't say you're not participating. So he says, well, no, that's not pay. That's paying for the trouble. It's just for trouble. But the Rebbe says, nah, that doesn't really, it's not compared at all. Because you know that when you pay for water bills, etc., but you pay for your utilities, you don't pay only for the trouble alone. It's not like somebody's doing work for you. But you are actually paying to them to guard that what they're doing is also you're supporting the government. Your same money, that is help supporting them, that God forbid you should not be able to Fulfill a mitzvah which is in the Torah. As the Rebbe brings an example. The Torah says we must destroy all the idols. Right? That would be a mitzvah of the Torah. But the government doesn't let you destroy. You know, there's plenty of Goyish idols in Eretz Yisrael. So when you're supporting the government, you're giving them money so that they should protect that you can't destroy their idols. And not only that, 
you're giving money, they, from the uh, government, the fundings, they give for their uh, houses of worship, the government pays, your money that you're paying is paid to support their houses of worship. And even worse than that, it's for the missionaries and protecting the missionaries. You're paying for all that by giving government to the money. You're not just giving them for the trouble for bringing, you're not paying for the trouble for bringing the water. And the Rebbe says, I don't want to go into something which is so shocking and so, you know, all what's going on in Israel, what the Israeli government is supporting, so much anti-religious things, but it's inevitable. If you're paying for your bills, you're paying for that as well. And the Rebbe says, well, he writes, well, there's no choice. What am I going to do? So the Rebbe says, in addition to what it's written in his letter, and I'm not familiar, but I think there must have been a publication that is called Chaymai Seinu. But anyways, the Rebbe says, in addition to what is written over there, uh, so the Rebbe says um, that um, that over there you say uh, that all this is part of, it is the three main averis that we need to give up our lives. So if this is really one of the, this has, this has the severity, participation, and being part is one of the three averis, so therefore we have no choice, we have to give up our lives. So, and according to their view, not only we have to give up our lives, but we have to give up the lives of all the rest of the Jewish people that are living in the Holy Land by not going to the elections. You don't want to go to the elections because this is such a terrible sin going to the election. This is like violating the sins that you have to give up your life. So we have to give up your life and everybody by not going to the election. And therefore, they are adding some more uh, elected officials, uh, representatives, from those who are denying of the Torah, instead of putting religious people to be part so they can stand there to protect. You're saying, no, no, let there be, don't vote, let there be more uh, anti-religious people in the Knesset. And, and then you announce about this outside of Israel and in Holy Land, that this is a evidence that most people in Eretz Yisrael don't agree to go to the elections if the Haredi, and we know they go and they make uh, some demonstrations, the Naturi Karta in the United States, in other places, and they go. So the Rebbe says there is no, there's no greater desecration of the name of Hashem greater than this. What they're doing is causing such a desecration of God's name. Achilol Hashem, there can be nothing greater than that. And by going and, and claiming that uh, uh, that because we're not voting over there. So they're saying that um, we're not the majority over there because by not voting we have less influence. So the religious people are not really represented. So this is all what you're doing.
So the Rebbe says, look, if this is of the three Averis, this is not an excuse, well, uh, we, we, we don't have a choice because that they'll, they can take it uh, against, against your will. So you can't do that. That would not be a legitimate excuse. Uh, it says, what should we do? We need electricity. So we pay. We pay into the, into the government, you know, because of electricity. And the Rebbe says, so the Rebbe basically is saying, if you are saying, going to vote and going to the election, first of all, the Rebbe says, if you're paying for services, you're helping them regardless. And the Rebbe says, according to what you take this as being a one of the f- f- severest sins to go to the election, so then you can't say that there is no no choice. You can't say no choice because uh, um, you're making a tremendous chil Hashem, this creation in Hashem's name, and there's no such a thing as no choice because. Uh, what you're doing is you're giving the impression, also the Rebbe says, a tremendous chil Hashem by representing that the religious people are the minority. You're not using your votes. You're not using your impact to try to give a voice to the religious people. But the Rebbe says, if it's the three Averis that you're not allowed to do, uh, and, and you, you have to have electricity, the Rebbe says you don't have to use electricity. Uh, you can use, uh, why don't you use candles or use, uh, neft, use a candle. Don't, don't use, if you're opposing to them and you're saying this is the three of theirs, just use candles and don't use their waters, use well waters. You must drink, it's because go drink well waters, don't, don't, don't use them. So, Rebbe says, I'm not intending here to cause you pain. But I wanted to show you, when it comes to matters that are related to the body, to yourself, then you forego on your measures. In other words, you're zealous and you're saying that we can't do this, this is the three Averis, and we can't do that. You find a ways how to do it for your services, what you need, and what you have to have, you know, they don't, and you find ways and allowances for yourself because this is something which affects you uh, physically. But that which affects thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of Jewish people, so they should be able to fulfill more easily the mitzvahs of our God, of Hashem, and the daily life, over here, you're using this zealous, which is not in the right place, to come across and be so super religious to try to prevent people from voting in the elections and becoming so, so, so religious. Basically, the Rebbe is continuing to argue and tell him that voting in the Israeli elections is something which helps Yidin to serve Hashem, hundreds of thousands of Yidin, in much easier because they are voting. And we have more representation in the government, 
we can tilt it. Sometimes it takes one vote to change it and bring a positive. And by saying that this is the three of areas, then the Rebbe says, you don't have a right to vote in the municipal, and you don't have a right to use the water, or you don't have a right to use electricity, because when you're paying the bills there, you are actually participating. You're giving legitimacy, and you're helping the government to do all the bad things that you claim that they're doing, and you're being part of it because you're funding it, because you're that. And no choice is not an excuse. Go start using candles. Start using well water. Don't use their services. And you're using the service. So therefore, but the Rebbe says, look, when it comes to selfish, personal, your interest, you find excuses. Oh, this is allowed because of this. No choice. What are we going to do? But when we talk about the spiritual well-being of hundreds of thousands of Jews by not voting and making it harder for them to do mitzvahs, and the Rebbe says it's not the same thing as, as outside of Eretz Yisrael. If it's so bad in Eretz Yisrael, then go to a desert. In Israel, the Rebbe says, there's a lot of things that they're forcing. And it comes because the people in the government, a lot of them are educated and they go against the Torah. In, outside of Israel, uh, it's mostly ignorance. The Jewish people, nobody forces anybody to uh, do against the Torah. But the Rebbe says... If it's really as bad as you say, or as you make it out to be, and that we shouldn't participate as you say, then the Rebbe said you should go in and leave Israel. You should live in a in a in a, in a cave, and and do the Rabbah says don't 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 live there and don't use any of their services. And Rebbe keeps on going on, but uh, we're out of time. We'll actually he's against being zealot in the wrong place. You want to be super, super religious, yes, but don't prevent Yidin from the opportunity of making it easier for their life to perform mitzvahs. That was the Rebbe's view, and also as far as uh, taking money from the government to suspend, to have Jewish education, the Rebbe also fought with the extreme right, who was a strong force at that time amongst the religious people, to isolate ourselves, separate ourselves. This is a country, they argued, of uh, deniers of godliness, and therefore we should have nothing to do with them. And while the Rebbe is a tremendous uh, zealot himself as a, for Hashem, but in the right place, not when it impacts and it disturbs more yidden from doing Torah mitzvahs. Okay, so now we're up to point number four. And uh, and this this other uh, rabbi, this Rabbi Margolis, uh, he was arguing that you need to uh, protest, you know, against the decrees which are against uh, the religion. So he says that uh, we need to have also a protest from the outside and not just a protest from the inside, basically uh, saying that um, that it's not enough for uh, the people in, in Israel to uh, protest, but also the religious people and the outside to protest. I'm not sure... Exactly, but many of the laws that were passed at the time uh, were not uh, 
favorable or they did not help uh, the uh, the Jewish people or the religious people basically the freedom to observe their uh, Yiddishkeit. So I guess he was arguing that you need to have a protest in the inside and the outside. And the Rebbe says, I don't understand at all why there is a contradiction between these two matters. I'm thinking maybe the Rebbe was saying to him, uh, the Rebbe is saying to him that, um, um, you know, he, how come if it's not okay to uh, support uh, the government, so how come you're going to, why is it okay to go in the municipal elections? Uh, why would that, uh, why would that okay? Uh, and the Rebbe said in the previous point that, oh, because, you know, you want to use the uh, physical, you want to use the water, you want to use electricity, you want to use the utilities that they're providing, and that's okay. But uh, you find excuses why that's permissible. But then to go vote for generally uh, for the Knesset, you don't find that. But the Rebbe says that things that are going against Yiddishkeit, we can protest both, the inside and the outside. And the Rebbe says it by the, for example, it doesn't mean that you can't be part of the Knesset, being part of the government, and also you can protest. It doesn't mean that you should therefore abandon the government. All what it means is that, let's just go, um, so the Rebbe says there was a demonstration in the United States and many of the uh, members of Agudat Yisrael, they're a, uh, uh, they participated, uh, and at the same time, they're sitting in the Knesset. So I guess he was saying to the Rebbe, we can't, uh, we can't join the Knesset because uh, we have to protest. The Rebbe says it's not a contradiction. You can be in the Knesset, and then you can still protest. Um, the other thing is like this. The Rebbe advocated very strongly, and the Rebbe says that it was his father-in-law, that they should make a chazit, that means they should make a block from the various religious parties in order to be able to get more elected people from the religious people to protect the religious interest. So he says that uh, they wanted to make this block from the Aguda and the Mizrahi. Now, of course, the Aguda is more, the Mizrahi is more Zionist, uh, uh, is more, I don't know, more like a young Israel would be. And the Aguda would be like more like an Itzchayim, let's say. I mean, just, just to put it in some context over here. But uh, I'm not sure that uh, Janice was trying to give a uh, an example of what, a little more modern Orthodox or more Haredi, I guess, to be. So uh, he says that the Chabad people were the middleman. So the Rebbe said, well, you weren't so specific in this, uh, the way you uh, give over this, uh, this point, because the one who was in the middle was actually the Rebbe. This was the previous Rebbe. 
And it's interesting, the Rebbe calls him, this was already after, it was the Rebbe himself, and he said so very clearly to make this block. And this, that your honor is just making so much noise against this, so the Rebbe says, if you're so against making these blocks of the religion, the ultra-religious with the uh, central religious, you're so against it, so you should have had a complaint, not against the Chabad, but you yourself, you should have had a problem, you should question yourself, because you write in your letter that for the municipalities, for the cities, you need to uh, vote, because this rabbi, that the Rebbe is addressing it, he objected to voting for the Knesset, but it was okay to vote for the local uh, government. So the Rebbe says, so you say it's okay, so you know that in many places there was a block for the city between Agudas Israel, which is the very to the right uh, Haredi Orthodox, and with many more lefties than the Mizrahi, not even religious parties, because they were trying to get their people elected into their city, so they made a block, how they were able to get the one that they wanted. And number six, the Rebbe said, Rebbe takes very strong objection. Now, some of these people didn't consider Jewish people that didn't think like them, that didn't uh, dress like them, or in some ways different from them, they didn't consider them even to be Jewish. They considered that they should be totally ignored. The Rebbe is very, very strongly upset in saying, uh, you are counting in your letter all the categories of the Jewish people that we should have no business with them and any kind of association with them and we should not put any effort and to do for them. The Rebbe is quoting his letter, what he is saying. You know, so the Rebbe says, well, the answer to that is already been written in the mitzvah of Ahava Yisrael, the love of thy fellow Jew, which was written by the third Lubavitcher Rebbe, the Rebbe de Tzemach Tzedek. And the Rebbe is sort of being honor, you know, being respectful to him. The Rebbe says, That means, uh, I'm not speaking directly to you, in other words, pardon my French, sort of, <laughs> you know, you know, apologize, the Rebbe says, you know, you know, on Shabbos, sometimes you're not allowed to discuss weekly matters, and people want to discuss things, they say, oh, not on Shabbos spoken, you know, as if to, that, that allows them to go ahead and, <laughs> and speak. So, the Rebbe is basically saying, oh, I don't mean your honor, but the Rebbe says, the Rebbe says, the truth of the matter is, uh, so that means that all those that voted for whatever reason they voted for the Mizrahi party they voted for the Poale Mizrahi that was a branch of the Mizrahi or even if they voted for Mapai that's the leftist party Okay. so according to you we should have no business with them because these are the people that committed like the worst of sins possible because they went and they voted in, in the Israeli Knesset. So the Rebbe says, I don't want, again, 
not spoken to you, but the Rebbe says, uh, that's rooted from the klippa, from the negative shells, and that's a name for the negative side that comes from the Midianites. The Midianites wage war on Hashem, God forbid. These people with these attitudes against Jewish people, that is the clip of Midianite, as the Tzemach Tzedek writes over there. And it's also explained in the Maimar Echotzu of the Alter Rebbe. I'm surprised on your honor, the Rebbe says, especially you, because this guy's name was Yeshaya. His his name was Riaz uh, Malgolis. Uh, so uh, his name was his name was uh, Yeshaya. And the Rebbe says, look about a name means something. Your name is Yeshaya. Take a look at the story that our sages of blessed memory talk about the prophet Yeshaya. He spoke disparagingly in the honor of the Jewish people. He says, I'm sitting amongst the filthy people, amongst a, a nation, a nation. So look what happened. Look what our sages tell us. Uh, even though during that generation, there was Achaz, he was Lower your. Uh, there was King Achos. Okay, so, so he says that. Um, what does our sages tell us? He spoke disparagingly about the Jewish people, and he lived in a generation where there were really bad people, King Achos and his gener and his generation. There were many idol worshippers. And they also placed an idol inside of the base Hamigdash. And yet, and yet, Hashem is so upset with him about speaking disparagingly about the Jewish people. Rabbi is basically saying, with a name like Yeshaya, this rabbi, you shouldn't be speaking negatively about any Jew. And the Rebbe says, this was all, the Rebbe says, before an imagination, before the elections. So there was a question, should you go to the elections, not go to the elections? But the Rebbe says, right now, we are after the elections, and we are in the month of Elul. Every Jewish person during Elul wakes up to make an, uh, an accounting to... Look back on what he did to give himself an accounting and reflect on what happened. So the Rebbe says the accounting is very clear. Had there been a united block between the Aguda and the Mizrahi, and if everyone who had the right to vote, who has a right to vote, would have voted for the religious uh, parties for this uh, the block. So everybody who understands, the people who know these matters, say that the Knesset would have had additional representatives from the Aguda and the Mizrahi. Had they gone together, votes wouldn't be lost. They would get more presenters. And therefore, if there would have been more religious representative, that number would have been lacking in the non-religious, in the lefties 
uh, representation. And this could have affected and caused that this should not have a bad uh, influence of making these decrees in the law in the Holy Land of Israel. If you had more representation, you could have prevented some anti-religious laws that were invented. So, if you would consider and realize, our sages tell us we can't rely on a miracle. You say, oh, it happened because that's what Hashem wants. So that's why it happened. No, no. Our sages tell us we cannot rely on miracles. So the Rebbe says, you have to make a very serious uh, reflection at the month of Elul. Anybody who prevented tens of people, maybe hundreds of people, and you prevented them that they did not vote in the elections, you carry the responsibility on your shoulder so that in the Knesset there are four or less representatives and you have, no, you actually have four more representatives of those who rebel against Hashem and you have, you're missing those representatives of the parties of the Aguda and the Mizrahi. And the Rebbe says that it needs great to look into who has these wide shoulders. In Yiddish, there's Bereta Pleitzes. Who can take it upon themselves, such a responsibility, uh, and to switch it around on top of that, and to make this into, this is really pure fear of heaven, etc. They make this into the biggest mitzvah, not to vote in the Knesset, while you actually, the Rebbe says, caused, harm by not allowing for four more representatives to be part of the Knesset. They can protect the religious interests over there. And by you preventing them and screaming, we shouldn't do this, we have nothing to do with them, you stopped it. Give yourself, cons- reflect on that. And then there's a few points that are missing. We go with the point number nine of the but the Rebbe says, I want to touch on the main point of your letter. I'm surprised that you, more and more, we have the lesson of the Baal Shem Tov and his students, that he very clearly heard, and he gave over later on. The Rebbe is telling him, why are you investing all your energies to fighting people not to vote for the Knesset and not to Why are you making this your main focus and goal? Why don't you occupy yourself in trying to spread the teaching of love, the teaching of the Baal Shem Tov, to teach what we know to bring Mashiach? Why are you spending all this effort? We heard it very clearly. And the Baal Shem Tov gave, gave gave it over. When his soul went up on Rosh Hashanah, he says that when is Mashiach going to come? What does it mean? That means the redemption of the divine and the redemption of the Jewish people. When is it going to come? It hinges on when these wellsprings will be spread out, which is the teaching of Hasidus to the outside, to the chutzah. And it was explained, the Rebbe says at length, and articulated in the, in the Sikha of Simchas Torah, Tofresh Sadiq of my father-in-law, the Rebbe. Look at there. And the Rebbe says that's also evident. And this person was a 
Kabbalist, he knew Kabbalah. The Rebbe said this is actually also absolutely evident, also from the writings of Reb Chaim Vital in his introduction to Zharak Domus, how we are holding back the redemption by not studying the inner parts of Torah, etc., etc. So how can we say that, that somebody who has an influence, Hashem, you have an influence, he was very influential, and you have an influence on many thousands of Jewish people, and as of now, we didn't hear from you any directive to all those that you're going around and saying that they shouldn't do this. Why didn't we hear any directive that they should learn the inner part of Torah, the tree of life? And at the same time, all other matters, which are not as essential as learning the esoteric, the Hasidus, to spreading out, to bring the Geula, you go ahead again and you triple and the Rebbe says, even though this is still, maybe it's a doubt, maybe it's a doubt of a doubt. In other words, you're not absolutely sure that you are doing the biggest mitzvah by telling people not to vote and to going against everything. You know, even if you think so, but it's a doubt, or maybe even a doubt of a doubt. And yet, what happens with all the other matters? something which is so important and something that King Mashiach said and he said it to the Baal Shem Tov when the Shem Tov soul went up into his room of the Mashiach on Rosh Hashanah and he said it very clearly without a doubt he said over there you have no word you say nothing about that your silence about that although it is beyond any doubt and a doubt of a doubt. If you would have go and you would have screamed, Marish Oilam, you would have made a lot of noise, even a tenth, one tenth or one hundredth from what you are making noise against the elections, against voting, participating in the election. So on that day, Mamish, if you would have made even a tenth or hundredth, so thousands of Jewish people, maybe 10,000 of Jewish people, maybe they would have started learning the inner parts of Torah, and therefore you would be bringing close the end and would get finally the redemption in a very clear, in a very threaded through way. And the Rebbe is arguing because he was a very influential. And the Rebbe says you're using your influence in order to negative things that are doubtful, whether you're right or you're wrong. Why don't you put the energy in, in having people learning the inner part of Torah. Rebbe says, I'm going to apologize for everything I said. But I have to tell you, each one of us has the command, Medvar Sheker Tircha, you have to stay away from lie. Can't lie. Now, staying away from a lie means, in this case, if I don't say nothing, that's as if I'm agreeing to you. So therefore, I have to say, the truth that is open and very clear, without consideration, Rebbe says, I, this is my clear obligation to give. Now also, take this in context. The Rebbe was not yet officially Rebbe. And the Rebbe is challenging... I take that back, absolutely, I'm sorry. But the Rebbe was just a new Rebbe, I didn't mean to say that. No, but the Rebbe was a, still a fresh... I mean, just 
four years, <laughs> not, not quite four years into being a Rebbe, and the Rebbe is taking on, you know, one of the great, and this was a popular, you have to understand, today it's different, but that was a popular uh, movement at the time. And the Rebbe, by the way, says in number 10, all right, just two more points here. Uh, number 10, again, we're missing some points in the middle, and I'm sure uh, they published this. I can only imagine what they're not publishing. <laughs> so it, must have, it must have been a, a little heavier stuff even than what is written over here. Um, so the Rebbe says, by the way, and what you write about all of the categories of people, we should have nothing to do with them. And we shouldn't protect them, and we shouldn't care about them. The Rebbe says, that's surprising. Because in the Zohar that I sourced, I showed the reference in my previous level, look how the conduct of Moshe Rabbeinu, who was the faithful shepherd, was proper. We'd say that Moshe Rabbeinu was proper. It says in the Zohar, that Moshe Rabbeinu prayed for everybody, even the people that made the golden calf. Moshe Rabbeinu said to Hashem, if you're not going to forgive them, I want nothing to do with the Torah. I want you to erase me from the Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu, he was even more than Avram Avinu, as explained in the Zohar over there. Because Avram Avinu prayed for the tzaddikim. He was looking to find, maybe there is 50 tzaddikim, maybe there is 40 numbers. He needed tzaddikim. But Moshe Rabbeinu, the Zohar says, wasn't looking for tzaddikim. He prayed for the evil people he prayed. So this is what we're talking about, people who made the golden calf. And we know, our sages told us, when the verse states over there, by Yakumu Litzachik, they started, they got up Litzachik, what does it mean? They violated the verse, three Averis, idol worship, promiscuous relationships, and killing. They killed one of the people. They stood up to them. Khur. They killed. So they did all Averis did it. And yet, uh, we know the also, and the saying that this all took place when Hashem was there, it was all in, in, in that revelation, it was right by Matan Torah and everything. In the presence of the king, they violated Sufzat. What does uh, what does Moshe Rabbeinu said? Moshe Rabbeinu said, "If not, the feathers, I want you to erase me. If Moshe wouldn't pray for them, what would have happened? God forbid, the whole Jewish people would have been gone. So look at this. Look at what how Moshe Rabbeinu. Look how the Zoyar says that the way that Moshe Rabbeinu does is the right way. How could you go ahead and say?" We should have nothing to do with these people. <laughs> it bothers them. And then there's one more point the Rebbe brings out, which is not exactly related to here. Uh, he brings down about the word chashmal. Uh, uh, he says not to use the word chashmal in Israel. Uh, electricity is called chashmal. That's what they call electricity over there. Uh, there is something about chashmal about the in the vision of Ezekiel of Yechezkel Hanovi, that he saw like the Chashmal, and he said that it, therefore, and the Gemara and Chagiga and also in Rashi, and in 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 Yechezkel over there it says that 
that's considered to be like a holy vision, and therefore, uh, not to discuss that. So the Rebbe says, they're not talking about using the word chashmal. The Rebbe says, I don't, uh, whether it talks about the concept of the chashmal, not calling electricity by the name, the word chashmal, especially the Rebbe says, it's explained in many places in Eitzchayim and in the books of the Kabbalah, that Hashmal is uh, connected to the Klipas Noiga, as Rebbe brings down the Shara Hashmal, the Maimret Semach Tzedek. Oh, so the Rebbe is making his very strong point. The Rebbe blesses him for Ksivach Simatoiva. And this is in the name of the Rebbe by the Secretary Aleph Kvint, and the Secretary. And the Rebbe says, also to mention about the writings of Haravatzadik Alapandri Olav Asholom that they discussed in the previous letter. But the bottom line is A, the Rebbe says, vote and vote and vote. And the fact that uh, the Knesset and they're making laws uh, that are against their religion, that does not negate the fact that we should uh, go ahead and uh, try to the extent possible to uh, get more people inside and we'll help them not by staying away but certainly the Rebbe takes objection also on top of that the way their attitudes towards the other people whether they vote for other religious parties whether they uh, vote for not religious party the general, the attitude towards a Jew, and the Rebbe points out how the Zohar says, like Moshe Rabbeinu, and he have to behave like him, from the Maimere Cholzu, the Rebbe brings down from the prophet Ishayahu, that he was rebuked very seriously for speaking uh, in a uh, degrading way about the Jewish, disparagingly about the Jewish people, and on and on and on. And uh, Unfortunately, there is still that view is still prevalent in some circles. Some circles believe and still have that attitude, unfortunately, that they're the only Jews that need to be because they sort of claim that they do the right things and they claim that everybody else who doesn't do or doesn't believe is certainly uh, those who support Israel and those those are not good Jews, we should have nothing to do with them, and etc. But you see here very clearly how much it pained the Rebbe, how much the Rebbe wanted uh, uh, the people to be, to reach it, and that's an unusually long, sharp letter, and like I said, you need to know a lot of the details, which I don't have here, and um, also to understand there's a lot of here that is not written, and also that was the politics of that time over there to get a full comprehension of what was going on.